T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit BetterHelp.com positive and save 10% on our first month. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One. The right choice for your comfort. Daryl, I, I want to bring up something <clears throat> that was said, and I'll do it in a minute, um, about an 18-game schedule. And Jamal White and I had a really big conversation about that uh, in our post-game show on Spectrum. Um, and we were talking about talent. And the issue was, if you go to 18 games, I had said to him, because Jerry Jones brought this up today. Jerry Jones said, hey, 18 games, not 20. And I said, well, good, go to 18 games. That makes sense. I can't wait to see it. And he goes, well, how are you going to do that? And I said, we just get rid of the preseason. And he was like, you can't get rid of the preseason. And I'm like, yes, you can. They play it in college. They don't have preseason in college. And he's like, this ain't college. And I go, I agree with you. I get that. But his biggest point was that your undrafted free agents will never get a look at regular game speed. And that's why you have to do it. And I said, what's the difference? The Browns aren't really keeping those guys anyway. Because if you have a draft round number after your name, you're sticking. Well, I think the 18-game schedule is going to happen. They're going to do 18 games with a, hopefully a second bye week. Because that's the concession to give a second bye week in the season. And then, because also keep in mind, everybody's going to have to go overseas again. Okay? And that's just, you know, part of this. Or or Mexico. where They're going to have to leave the country and and play a, a neutral site game uh, or two. Um, and uh, I could see the NFL going to college campuses to play games, uh, you know, where there's a hundred thousand seats available, things like that, you know, doing more gimmicky type of things. I agree a hundred percent though with Jamel, you can't get rid of the preseason. 
Maybe you go from three down to two games, but you got to keep a preseason of some sort or semblance. And then the other thing too, is you're going to see more joint practices. Um, it, it you know, I'm sure they can find some way to make, cause I, I think that joint practices are more beneficial to teams than a preseason game. And honestly, I would televise those have joint practices at the, at the stadium. One team comes in to your place for two joint practices. You can sell tickets to it. You can televise it locally. It gives both teams opportunities to work on very specific situations, red zones and short yardage, down in distance, all those uh, type of things. And I think it's you get more accomplished that way than with a quote-unquote preseason game. So I do think that there's some pliability there. My concern, though, is, is getting through it. Like, I mean, I covered a lot of Brown seasons where it was a struggle to get through the 16th game for the, for the organization. And when you have your bottom feeding teams, Andy, uh, that's going to be really, really tough. And additional games means risk of injury to star players. I mean, look at the, the 49ers, my, my goodness, look what's happened to them this year. Um, and I, I realize it's tough to really predict or control that type of stuff, but I, I do foresee an 18-game schedule. And if Jerry Jones is openly talking about it, that means it's coming. What he is doing, he's dropping the trial balloons. So you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, That's- no, I, I just think they need to be at even numbers. That's the other thing, too. 17 is just a weird – it's just a weird number to be at. I, like, I, just, I just think you're better off at even numbers when you're trying to determine playoffs and, and not, all that. You're other not going to be 500. You're either going to be 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight better or worse than that you don't like that no okay no i can live with 500 i'm okay with that speaking of 500 as we look and as let's look back at the game a little bit more because i joe burrow and you were going to talk about the win streaks here and the streaks about how cincinnati continues to roll since halloween it's it's amazing they've won five in a row we we haven't seen the Browns win five straight games in like 40 years. I think I was in elementary school the last time the Browns won more than four in a row. I'm being a little sarcastic. I think it was 94 that they won four, uh, five in a row. But it's just, it's, it, it bewilders me, Andy, that just like normal stuff that happens throughout the NFL, here would be milestones for the Browns. That's the thing that just like boggles my mind. I, I, I I joke with my friends uh, sometimes. I say, you know, when I want to watch good football, I don't watch the Cleveland Browns. That's why I watch a lot of college football or I'll go to a high school game or I'll, you know, watch after the Browns game, the Sunday night game or, you know, whatever, you know, because I, I love the, I love football, but the Browns play so much bad football that if I want my real good football fix, like they're not it. Like they're, they, They've had three out of the last 22, 23 seasons where they've played some some good football. And that's just – that's not a great ratio. Um, and I, I, I feel bad for fans. Uh, the, the, the Watson progression here is, is – I told you so. This is what I thought it would be. Um, I anticipate as we keep going here week to week to week, he's going to continue to play better. 
it wouldn't shock me to see the Browns bounce back and beat the Ravens next weekend. Uh, remember, they're playing Saturday. Just to remind everybody, Saturday, 4.30 at First Energy Stadium. Um, National TV, too. That should make you happy. That means they should show, right? No, it's NFL. According Network. to what you're saying. NFL Network doesn't count for National TV. It's the only um, game being played at the time, though. It's got to count. Well, I just yeah. It's a part of a big triple header. Come on, man. <laughs> Work with me. Maybe we'll get the same kind of effort we saw against Cincinnati. This is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit betterhelp.com slash positive and save 10% on our first month. Yeah, maybe, but I just... Hey, I think if, if they can win. The, I, I mean, I truly think that if you don't cut off your nose to spite your face, they could win the next four games. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So I want to give, I want to toss a couple of bouquets of flowers. First, uh, Miles Garrett for keeping the sack streak going against Joe Burrow. Yep. That's now, uh, I think, seven and five or eight seven. and five, something like that. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, another 100-yard receiving game for him. Eight Although, catches, can I ask you a question? 15. Yeah. He, he, why didn't he use his hands on that pass into the end zone? He used his body rather than his hands. Yeah. We went through that play like ad nauseum after the game. If he uses his hands, that's a touchdown. Yeah. He didn't use his hands. Go ahead, sorry. No, I mean, that's that's the cardinal sin is when you let the ball get to your body. Um, that's why I forget who the receivers coach was for the Browns, but he would run a drill during practice where they they I know we're doing audio right now, but the receivers had to have their hands fully extended away from their body and they would catch the and they'd make the triangle and they'd the catch, O, the Ohio State O. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they. And they would, they they would not be permitted to use use the the body as a a shield there to to box out. But um, I just I want to give DPJ some love because he did have a good game. I'm not questioning that for for as critical as I've been of Andrew Barry's draft picks because the kids are not that good. They're consistently inconsistent, and that's and I, I wrote my top takeaways. The way Andrew Barry has drafted these last three years is no way to build a team, and it's no way to sustain a winner. Quite frankly, his draft picks are not good enough. Plain and simple. He's drafted like 22 guys. I got three guys out of the 22 that I think are studs. Then you got another 10 guys that are middle of the road. Sometimes they're going to flash. Sometimes, and then other times they're not going to flash. And then the rest of them are just, they, they probably don't even belong on an NFL roster. Like that. that's, it's just, it's not good enough. Um, but Donovan Peoples-Jones is a sixth round pick. A hell of a find by Andrew Barry, and um, I, I just I think he deserves some love because his game has really uh, elevated. Uh, if you include his punt return yardage, he's he's approaching a thousand yards uh, total yards uh, for the season, um, which uh, you know uh, I, I did not think he was gonna gonna have, but uh, he is. He's, he's having a really, really good year, and he's shown the ability to catch in traffic too and make difficult catches. Um, he, you know, his production's not coming in garbage time. He has had meaningful uh, production. So I, I just had to make sure I showed Donovan Peoples-Jones some love because he's been really, really good this year.
And I want to throw this out at you too from today's game. Ready? Yep. Before the half, would you have let Cade York? No. Try a sixty-eight yard field goal. Why not? Under no circumstances, no, because he's Why? had he's had too many long kicks blocked, and the reason the kicks are getting blocked is because of the trajectory. He's had low trajectory because he's trying to drive the football, and I was worried. Why'd you draft this guy then? Well, why'd you draft him? Well, I didn't draft him to kick sixty-seven yard field goals. I drafted him to kick fifty-seven yarders. Um, I don't know if there's ever a spot where you hire you you drafted a kicker. That was it. I understand what you're saying. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Block kick return for a touchdown, and then guess what? It really is game over then. So it's a it's it's a lack of trust there. Do I think he has the talent or the ability? I, you know, I, I don't want people saying that or thinking that I don't like Cade York or I don't think he's any good. That's not what I'm saying. Just sure. that particular situation with the game being where it was at, they're down 10 points, get into the locker room. Um, I just, I, I just, 67 yard field goal, cold, those, I just, not the right conditions. Maybe if it's indoors, I, I consider it, but not, not outside. Um, when it's cold and again, um, he's had some kicks, long kicks blocked because of low trajectory. And the last thing you want in that situation is not only a blocked field goal, but Cincinnati to be able to scoop that thing up and run it down for a touchdown. So that, that was, well, yeah, I mean, you could have been, and and let me bet, let me double down on what you're saying because they had scored right before that, right. Right Right before the half. Yes. And then that, and then if you would have given them the opportunity to score again, and then they got the ball to start the second half, that could have been a 21 point swing pretty quick. I I don't disagree. Yeah. One thing I did get out of the last play of the first half. If I can pause you for a second, like I, I, I would love to see him try one of those at some point. Just for the hell of it, right? Right. I just i I don't know what the right situation is for that, though. That's about as close as it gets, though. I I know, but maybe if the Browns were leading thirteen to three, I would have felt differently. And like, like, ah, the hell would it go for it? You know what? Whatever. Or you know, and you're playing a bad team that you know you 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 got them down, and if the thing gets blocked or whatever, who cares? I do want to see him try a field goal like that at some point, but Sunday was not the situation to play around with that. All right. I have a, well, let me do this in 30 seconds. So the one thing I did get out of the the play that they did run was I wanted to see Deshaun Watson try to air the ball out after that. Like I, I, you know, you watch him throw that Hail Mary at the end of the first half. And I'm like, do we have anybody can get downfield real quick second half where Deshaun can show us his arm strength and, you know, throw the ball more than 15, 20 yards, or was that all coverage? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, when they were throwing 15, 20, 25 yards down the field, or he, I, I look, I think he was looking to throw downfield, and that's why you saw him sitting in the pocket as much as he was, and it led to a couple of those sacks and things like that because Bengals were just covering it so well. I, I just – I don't think the opportunities were there. Again, I got to see the, the all-22 to really see how things develop down the field because when you're watching on TV – you don't get to see that type of thing. But based on what I was seeing on TV, Andy, it just it looked like the Bengals were dropping everybody back and saying, okay, read what we're doing and try and beat us with your arm while doing it. And um, for, I would say, two and a half to three quarters worked, worked really, really well. And then Watson kind of started to warm up there in the late third quarter, fourth quarter. But, yeah, they're just – I don't think there was a lot downfield. So I don't think this is a matter of not allowing Deshaun to show off his arm and, and stuff like that. I just don't know if the opportunities were there for him to do so. 
All right, it's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. More post-game mortem. Is that right? Post-mortem on the post-game show. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Coming up. This is your operating system talking. Not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. Ah, <sighs> much better. Longer term, there's better help online therapy. They'll match us with a the licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit betterhelp.com positive and save 10% on our first month. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.